0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking wide receivers. Last two weeks we've done quarterback ranks, running back ranks, and now we're into wide receivers. We're going to do wide receivers 1 through 15 today. Today. See if there's too much of a difference. Really, I've already looked at the list. I'll say there's, we're you know, we have a pretty good consensus um, between the two of us here on wide receivers. So we'll go all we'll go through all of them in just a second before we do that. Make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram, Fantasy Football Profit. You can check out the full entirety of our ranks on FantasyFootballProfit.com slash ranks. You go there, you see both of our rankings all the way from like 1 to a 100 on wide receivers. But let's get going here. Number one. I know I teased a, a new number one and I didn't do it. <laughs> you didn't? DeAndre Hopkins is still my number one. <laughs> I couldn't do it. That would have been just doing it for the just because. DeAndre Hopkins is to me the number one. He's our number one. Both of, our, both of us put him first this year. Yeah. I mean, simple as that. He's that good. And w- why would we believe he's going to fall off? There's no reason to think that. I think Deshaun Watson's only going to get better. And he only might he might have more help around him on at the wide receiver spot now, or I don't think I don't think that doesn't take away from a top guy. It just helps him, it takes the attention away from him if Fuller and QT are actually out there and able to do something. So Hopkins, easy number one for me.
1: Yeah, me too. And I think uh, well, depending on who our number two is, I, I think that you could make an argument for one other guy here. I think they are very very close, but you look at Hopkins and. Uh, between the touchdowns and the yardage, I believe he is not only the best wide receiver, but the safest, um, you know, since Antonio Brown went to Oakland. Um, and and you look at what he's done in the past two years when he's had Deshaun Watson, and there's no reason to think he's going to do anything less. Um, you know, almost 1,400 yards and then almost 1,600 yards that he followed up and then 13 touchdowns and 11 touchdowns, respectfully. So he's just a phenomenal wide receiver. So number one.
0: Yeah, that's easy. It's very easy. So let's go number two. And this is actually, this can be Devontae Adams, number two. Okay. So you're number two. My number three.
1: Okay. So, yeah. okay. Your your teaser actually became number two. Is that well? Okay. Yeah.
0: But Adams is great. There's, again, he's just, he's gotten better every single season he's been in the league. He He was the most consistent wide receiver in the league last year. You just, he never, he just never had a bad week, really. He was just good every week, pretty much every week. So you know what you're going to get from him. Again, there's no no changes to anything that should that shows why would it go down. He's only you know 26 year old receiver still in his prime. There's no reason he should go down. This will be his what six. It took him a little more, a few more years than some guys to get to that peak level or that top level. It was his fifth season when he finally really broke out. But I mean maybe I don't know if he puts up those exact numbers like that grade of numbers again. It will be close. It should be really close. I think that's probably though. I don't think he has another level than this. This is this is pretty high up, but he's going to be good. And they they got those younger receivers now in what their second year, but they're not going to take away from Adams at this point.
1: No, no, there, there's no one that's going to push him. And what makes me feel a little bit better about Adams um, is the fact that he produced these numbers when there wasn't a whole lot around him. When Aaron Rodgers can actually improve his touchdown number, um, and he already caught 13 of last year's you feel really good about that. And the fact that, you know, MVS, Allison was hurt, you know, Jimmy Graham didn't do a whole lot. Like, that offense can get better. And I think that can only solidify what he is able to do because almost 1,400 yards, 13 touchdowns, um, I think he could grow a little bit. But as you said, I mean, that would be pretty fun. He would be talking about, you know, kind of record-setting stats if if he went up from here. But 111 receptions, I feel like he can do that again.
0: Yeah, that's I think he could definitely pull off those numbers. I think Rodgers is only going to be better this year. I don't see it's going to be the offense will be better. Should be a good year for Adams, but he still was only my number 3. Because our number 3 now. You don't you don't quite agree with it, but it's Odell Beckham, my number 2, your number 4. I mean I I see I think Odell is the most I him between to me the most talented wide receiver in the NFL is it's between Odell and actually Julio Jones for me. That's truly who I think are the most talented wide receivers. Hopkins is great, Adams is great. I just think Beckham is more just a more talented player, and I just have this feeling that I mean Baker Mayfield for some reason feels like the quarterback. That if he has this kind of wide receiver, he's just going to want to use him a lot. I feel like he's why wouldn't he? I, I think uh, Odell's going to be rejuvenated there. It's it's really health. He's the only thing that's stopped in the last two years is health. So if he stays healthy odell's gonna put up huge numbers i just i'm expecting a big year from him yeah there's a lot of people to throw the ball the landry's there you know he get njoku's there whoever but odell's gonna get a lot of catches a lot of yards a lot of touchdowns it's gonna be a big year for odell
1: yeah i mean i agree i didn't have him quite as high because i think he comes with a little more risk but it's only because yeah. we haven't seen him on that team yet there's a lot of miles to feed but i think he is going to be incredible i think he would be he, you know, he's one of the guys that could end up being number one, and I wouldn't be that surprised about it. The fact that he, the fact that he put up thousand yards and six touchdowns last year with Eli, that is pretty amazing to me. I, I think that um, that's almost the, you know, more amazing than his rookie season when he put up thirteen hundred yards and twelve touchdowns uh, in only twelve games. I mean, the guy really is that good. And I'm really excited to see him with a young, uh, strong arm quarterback again.
0: Yeah, it's. I'm, I'm honestly, I think there's gonna be just huge things from him. I'm I'm really excited about Odell this year. And actually, I'll go number four here. We'll just keep these are the. Let's go to the next top guy, Julio Jones. Your third, my fourth. I think this was the clear top four. Just so like we have a clear top four running back. I Think there's a clear top four wide receiver, at least for me this year. And we both agreed with it. Julio, I mean, last year, 113 catches, 1600 yards, eight touchdowns. I mean, what? he's just going to be great. He's going to be great again. And I don't think we'll ever see a year. I was looking at his stats here, man. I don't think we fully appreciated what he did in 2015. 136 catches, 1,871 yards that year. Man, never quite really um, appreciated how amazing those numbers were. But another big year last year. He's going to get 100 catches again, you know, 1,400, 1,500 yards. Touchdowns, hopefully another 8 to 10 touchdowns. He's going to be really good and Again, Calvin Ridley being there, I think just, again, I think that takes attention away from Julio. And if if they don't want to, they'll go to Calvin, I guess. But it's going to be a big year for him to go, I don't see any reason he should fall off, except what he's going to be, he's now 30. So the only thing I can say is, it happened to Calvin Johnson real quick, where he wasn't all of a sudden that final year, he wasn't as good. And he was what, only like, how old was Calvin Johnson when he had his like last? He was young. I thought he was thirty when he retired. Yeah, so he was in his year, his thirtieth season, you know, his age thirty season there. So maybe Julio could have. We think he's going to be great now, like forever. It feels like, but I mean, yeah, it could just happen, and he didn't don't expect it. I, but hey, that's a that's a complete guessing game. Yeah,
1: and. um uh... I don't think, I mean, if we look at our ranks, I mean, we do have Matt Ryan kind of dropping off. He was amazing last year, but that doesn't affect Julio. Um, even though I think that can happen, I think that he will still have the same amount because, you know, Matt Ryan is up and down as far as where he ends up in fantasy. But if you look at the yardage from 2014 until last year, 2018, he's never dipped below 1,400 yards. Really, the thing that separates him from um, other wide receivers is he'll actually go for more yards, but for whatever reason, he doesn't catch as many touchdowns. Devontae Adams might as well be slotted for double digits. Kind of almost the same thing for Hopkins. And I think Odell is kind of the wild card in this. He literally could go for, you know, I don't know, 15 if the conditions strike right. Yeah. Um. But Julio, 8 is, you know, 10 is where he's topped off at, but that was his second season in the league. Since then, he's hit 8 twice, Um. you know six twice and then two and three uh but um three was actually with a full season so that the touchdowns are just up and down so that's why we have them you know three and four respectfully um because the touchdowns just aren't quite there um on average
0: and then looking at uh consensus right now so consensus ranks has julio three odell four funny thing is the number five player here on our list is michael thomas He's fifth for both of us. Mm-hmm. He's actually ADP third right now. He's actually going ahead of Jones and Beckham in ADP. I just wonder if that's like some weird uh effect of the contract. Like he was in the news. He got the big contract and like in, you know, this, this takes into effect ESPN, CBS, Yahoo, all these different leagues. Maybe like just the overall casual fan put Michael Thomas higher up because of that or something. I don't know. He, to me, he's, I can get why if somebody wants to draft him ahead of Beckham for safety, but I don't think – I mean, I don't see him – why would you draft him ahead of Julio? I don't quite get that, but he's great. He is great. And so he's our number five. It's just – it's kind of – I didn't think he would have ever moved up there to number three in ADP. It's a odd thing. So Thomas, last year, 125 catches, 1430 yards, nine touchdowns. Man, he's – what can you say? He's a great player. He just got, his, got, got paid now. But he's still, you know, he's actually already 26 years old. You wouldn't think that. He's in his gonna be his fourth year, same age as like Devontae Adams, who's gonna be in his sixth. But he's been great all three years, 92 catches, 104, 125. It's only gotten better. I, mean, I don't there's probably not gonna slow down. But I find it it's strange for me. Like I don't I like Michael Thomas, but and I he should be right here. He should be at five. This is the numbers he's put up, this is where he should be. But sometimes I like to get like Juju over him. I almost like rather have Juju on my team in a strange way, even though I know the the real route to go is Michael Thomas. I sometimes want that <laughs> flashier player, I guess I should say. But Juju, I'll just get Juju's our sixth rank. So we both ranked him sixth. So you did pick Michael Thomas over Juju, but would you consider Juju over Michael Thomas? Sometimes it's like, it's weird in my mind, at least. I think about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you could. you could I could make that argument. I really, really love Juju that much. Um, and you could also make the argument that uh, Juju being number one, since Antonio Brown is gone, you can slot him in for even more receptions, which would be insane because he had 111 last year. Yeah, Michael Thomas, I, I he was near the top as far as receptions went. He had 125. I believe that was the most for a wide receiver. I'd have to double-check that stat. So to think that he's going to lead the league again, and um, you know that would be difficult, even though he he obviously is a clear cut number one, but 125 is a lot to ask of anyone. And the fact that he had the most, and he still you know he he cracked 1400 yards, but he didn't beat Julio in that you know respect, and he didn't crack double digit touchdowns. So um, I, I think Michael Thomas is the safe way to go because yeah. every one of his three years, he's pretty much done. You know, improved a little bit, but I think that's where you're going to land. Juju, on the other hand. Um, a little more risk because you're not sure if Antonio Brown taking up all of that coverage helped him. And, you know, and mm-hmm. maybe this actually is a, a step down, you know. Um, but 1,400 yards last year with seven touchdowns, being the number two guy, 166 targets. Give me a break, that's so much.
0: <laughs> these guys put up such big numbers these days.
1: Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. So, I mean, you can go pretty... Uh, deep with wide i mean you know the top 10 wide receivers top eight for sure are all monsters i mean you you really can't go wrong you're splitting hairs here um but yeah i think thomas a little safer that's why i ranked him ahead of juju but i i do personally i like juju better for whatever reason maybe that's a bias maybe i you know kind of like i selected him early (laughs) so i want him to be that guy um But, yeah, I mean, their numbers are very, very similar, and Juju will now be the number one. So however you look at that as a good or bad, I look at it as a positive, but I'm not ready to risk it compared to, you know, plug in Thomas and know he's going to give you 1,400 yards and nine touchdowns
0: pretty much. You're not going to go wrong with any of these top six so far. You're you're not. You're going to be perfectly fine. So let's go to number seven, and that's actually a tie. It's a tie between Antonio Brown and Mike Evans. So oh, that's
1: a, that's actually apropos. Yeah, that, that's a
0: very good. And that's why I say those top six, I think are those top six are going to put up those numbers. They're going to be great. Seven and eight here. So I had Brown seven Evans, eight. you switched them around Evan seven, Brown eight. And we shouldn't, I mean, Antonio Brown's given us no reason in numbers and performance to think he could have a, a, you know, a, a bad season, but Hey, it's a new team. It's a new team who wasn't a good team. Derek Carr struggled. It's not quite. He hasn't. He hasn't played like Ben Roethlisberger has in the past. Antonio Brown is now 31 years old, so you just never know. Again, when that's. I mean, look at like Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson retired to, retired today. Like two years ago, we were talking about him about drafting him up near the top. Like it happens quick. Like it. It just happens. So when they get into the 30s, you just got to start. That's just. In, it's in the back of your mind that hey, maybe. But look at the numbers Brown's put up. He's had six straight seasons of over 100 catches. The worst he's ever been in yards over those six seasons was 1284. That's he's always up there in touchdowns, 8, 13, 10, 12, 9, 15 last year. He's just a great player. It's just a new situation.
1: Yeah. And and the rough part about him, is, I first of all, 15 the was thing. Yeah, I mean that too. But 15 was the most touchdowns he's ever caught, obviously. I mean, that's a giant giant year, right? Um that was last year, and that was with Big Ben. He's had how many years to, you know, you know, pretty much perfect the that chemistry between the two of them? Almost thirteen hundred yards. You don't have to take a huge hit off of those numbers in order for him to, you know, fall out of that number one spot for a lot of people that are gonna look at these and say, Wow, he's been the guy for so long. Why would he be ranked closer to the end mm-hmm. of top ten, right? Um and, and that's really why. I mean, Derek Carr. I I don't even I I wouldn't even know where to start with talking about like his favorite wide receivers or what to expect from him because he he is, has had such a um uh, unconventional first few years in the league. Obviously, he was he almost like was very good as a rookie, then took a step back, and then you know you have Amari Cooper. But is it Amari Cooper's issue or was it Derek Carr? Mm-hmm. I don't know who to blame in any yeah, of that's this. Weird. So I don't know what to expect, and that's why he takes this also. I I would be shocked, really, really shocked if he got 15 touchdowns. Maybe he could crack uh 10, but I think, um, you know, eight nine is probably more likely. And I think around 1,200 yards is kind of where I start thinking. Yeah. But he has the ability to do more. But um, I, I just I'm not gonna bet on it. So I, I that's why I put Evans above him as well because Which, I think those guys are true monsters, and I've seen what they can do with the team they're on.
0: Funny thing was that with Evans here is, I feel like his season last year was kind of under the radar. It wasn't like people who, I thought people were disappointed in him during the season. I remember that in episode after the season, we brought brought up the numbers. I'm like, he still had 86 catches for 1500 yards and eight touchdowns, but it's almost like people forgot what they felt like during the season with him. And this year it's like, I have been seeing him ranked, you know, he's, he is ranked ninth in consensus right now, but people are excited about him again. Nothing's changed, I guess, except maybe is it Bruce Arians being there? which people think is just going to change everything. I don't know if it will, but Mike Evans is just that he's just interesting to me because he's had a couple... I mean, last year was his best yardage by far. He had eight touchdowns, which is decent. He's had two 12-touchdown seasons, but he's also had a three and a five. He's just... And he had a 74-catch season and a 71-catch season. Man, I don't... in even rookie year, was, rookie year, was trying to throw that away, but it was 68. It's kind of like... You don't quite know what to expect. He doesn't have quite the numbers as these guys above him, as um, I mean Brown. You see, can go down to his level because of just the change. But those other guys, those top six, just have massive, massive numbers. Where Mike Evans just quite isn't that. Despite I mean the yardage was there, but it's not the overall. You know, the consistency isn't as as strong as those other guys. I'll say. Oh yeah, That's wh- what we're this yeah, level.
1: without a doubt. And I mean. It wasn't, it was only in 2016 when he was the number one wide receiver overall. So yeah. he has, and even though he's been, you know, up and down, the highs have been extremely high. Yep. So that, that's what he does bring to the table.
0: Yeah, he's going to have a good season. I just, I, I start to hesitate on him at least, but he's not a, he's not a first run guy. He's, he's really not even, you can get him what what draft did you do we did a draft with you got him in the, was it the third you actually got him in oh that's yeah, awesome round. if yeah. you get him in the, like end of the second beginning of the third that's a, that's a great pick there all right so we'll go to number 9 so far we've only been the biggest difference we've had was two spot difference on Odell Beckham other than-
1: yeah and and I do have to say uh 1 through 8 is where I feel I do want one of these guys i think if yeah, you get one of these guys for your number 1 you're doing great after this i think that they're this is where um I don't know if it would be a third tier, but this is where a, a big drop-off happens for me. And it doesn't mean they're not good below them, but these first eight guys are spectacular.
0: And then our number nine, well, our number nine is close to that. We each have a number nine. It's Tyreek Hill.
1: Yeah, okay. This is, a, okay. That, well, they, uh, we all what, know why that's a weird one, right? <laughs> it is. It's just a
0: weird one because of the situation that was going on. Yes. But it's not, that's not it. That's not the only reason. Okay, I will say this. If Tyree Kill plays 16 games, he will finish the year ranked higher than ninth. That's not why I'm putting a ninth. I don't think he's going to finish as the ninth best wide receiver necessarily if he plays all 16. The problem is there is weeks. He has a lot of weeks where he just doesn't quite perform, and that is what I don't like. I want the other guys near the top that are on a week-to-week basis. I mean, look at the is here. Him and Devontae Adams were not very far apart in final year stats in the final year position, right? They're like one, two, right around mm-hmm. there, right? Close to it. But Devonte Adams was so extremely consistent. You know what you were getting. And then you had this from Tyreek Hill. You had a two for 51, a four for 61, a three for 70, four for 69, one for 13, four for 46, four for 74. That's those games. That's terrible. Those games. He did not help you those weeks. That's what I don't even know what I name like six weeks right there that he just did not help you. But There's about seven weeks I can see on here. He had a a nine for 54. So if you're not in PBR, that's a terrible week too. He had, I mean, man, that's rough. I, It's, that's a little scary. That's almost half of his game where he was not, he was below, kind of a below average standard scoring player. That's, that's where my worry comes in with Tyreek Hill right now. Well said. And, not everyone gets, like, he's, he, we're lower than him out actually, by two spots in consensus already. I just don't like that, that boomer bust mentality with him. He's like an exaggerated version of Deshaun Jackson, where he's a lot better, right. but he's, 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 he is that type of player yet. He has more boom weeks, I'll say, but he doesn't have like his first couple years, he was running the ball too. So he got all those rushing numbers, like he break on that way. He's not running the ball anymore. They don't really give him the ball that much that way. So he's probably not going to break one necessarily that way. But, man, I'll take him as my number two, obviously. You can get him at just I don't want him as my – I don't like that. I don't like it as my number one unless you go running back, running back, and Tyreek Hill comes in as your third-round pick, and he's your number one. That's where I like him. Right. And that's – it could happen. In a 10-team league, it could happen. It's not likely, but it's possible, I guess. But that's kind of the only way I want him. And to say he's a great player, he's gonna have he's gonna end the year probably as a top five guy. It's just I don't like that week to week inconsistency. Yeah. And
1: you know last year is it, it was pretty much the perfect example. I mean he pretty much won you four weeks alone. Oh yeah, but um, but yeah, the other ones, you know, he had ones that he just didn't show up. But I mean, then you get uh, you know, one forty two with three touchdowns, one hundred and sixty nine with two touchdowns, one seventeen with two, two hundred and fifteen yards with two touchdowns. I mean, those are games that very few wide receivers can have. He has that ability. So because of what you said, that is why. And also, I just have to bring it up as well. He was, you know, he's not going to be suspended. He's not going to be anything. I just feel like I have a hard time knowing that that is going to float above his head and then still take him above one of those top eight players. Because if it does come back and bite me, I mean, I think I would rather have the consistency anyway. Yeah, but uh, the the whole thing is a little. It a little makes me a little edgy still to put that big of a high, you know, high stock of a draft pick, in something where, um, you know, he could miss time because we find out something later.
0: All right, let's go to number ten. We actually have a tie here at number ten between Keenan Allen and T. Y. Hilton. So we got Keenan Allen, T. Y. Hilton, both tied for number ten here. And I'll say Keenan Allen is just extremely consistent. If he's going to play all 16, if he's playing all 16 games, he's going to be a really good player. He had last year, 97 catches, almost 1200 yards, but six touchdowns the year before one Oh two for 13, 93, six touchdowns. He's going to be that kind of player. He's going to be good. I think that's about where he's, he's never going to get better than that or higher than that. He's about a top 10 guy. I have T.Y. Hilton ahead of him right now. And the more I look at this and think about this, I don't know if I should. You have a only one spot difference. But T.Y. Hilton, he had a huge year in 2016. I mean, it was really big season there, 91 for 1448. He had a terrible year in 2017, but that was without luck. And last year, he came on strong with 76 for 1276 touchdowns. I guess I'm banking on... I was banking on a second, another a second straight season with Locke. The offense getting better, them really getting him the ball. And now there's the whole calf injury thing with Locke, which is starting to slightly worry me. Maybe Ty goes down. I don't feel as confident in Ty, but this is they're so close. But they're different players. You got again a more inconsistent maybe, but potentially you know higher upside than Keenan Allen. But Keenan Allen, you just know what you're going to get.
1: I agree. And especially in a, um, I think that their numbers are going to be relatively the same at the end of the day. I, I think if you're in a, you know, half point or a, you know, PPR league, I think that's where Keenan Allen will take it because he will probably have 20 more catches, you know, well, anywhere from 10 to 20, say more catches more than likely if, if the game plans don't really change a whole lot. Um, but, yeah, I think these guys are so incredibly similar. And you can see even their numbers are incredibly similar from last year. I mean, they're both pretty much at 1,200 yards and six touchdowns. So,
0: if you just want that safety, though, it's Keenan Allen all day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I do like him a little more. The, you know, I, I know that people will look at uh, the Indianapolis Colts and they'll say that offense is primed to go off. And they're absolutely correct. It looks really, really good. Um, But, you know, there's so many people to throw to unless you really think that Hilton's uh, touchdowns are going to spike for whatever reason. Um, That would be the only reason I think that you could upgrade him.
0: All right, let's move on to number, where are we at? Number 12 and 13, another tie. So we had Adam Thielen and Amari Cooper here. So I had Thielen 13, Cooper 14. You had Cooper 12, Thielen 13. Again, these guys are completely, like, different in how they're going to go every week for you. You'd think. Well, I don't know. maybe I I guess they're really not in a way. Because, actually, Thielen just did all his... He had, like, half good games, half bad games almost in a way. But he just did them in order. Like, he did all great, then four. Cooper just throws it wherever. He has a bad, you know. So, I guess they both do the same. I just... I anticipate and I expect Thielen to be safer, the safer player. But Amari Cooper has... Just, he has ridiculous upside to me. Amari Cooper could be the next guy that jumps up to the top level. He has that talent. We've thought that for a few years that he could do it. He's just been so inconsistent. But Adam Thielen, to me, does not have that that next level. Adam Thielen is at that next level for him. He's at his his top level, which is a very good player. Amari Cooper could jump up. I am ranking Adam Thielen ahead of Amari Cooper because I don't know if I 100% believe it'll happen. But I think he has that level in him. I just don't know. But here, I, I made this post on Instagram earlier. These are, this is Amari Cooper's game-by-game game scoring in standard this past season. So I'll, I'll say the first six games, that was with the, with Oakland. So let's get those first six out of the way. Standard scoring here. 1.8, <laughs> 11.6, 1.7. So 18.8. I remember, that, I remember that game. He did really well. 1.0 in zero. He played that game. He played that zero. That's where his first, that was, those were his games with um, Oakland. So, okay. Yeah. Pretty poor, right? So he went yeah. to Dallas. Remember, everyone remembers how great he was in Dallas. Right? So yeah, he did have some, I mean, I, I, I clearly remember one of them. It, it haunts me to this day, Jeff. I sat about, I thought about that on my ride home earlier today about Amari Cooper and beating me and stopping me from a championship. Yeah. But here he goes. This is his Dallas time. 11.8. 7.5, 3.6, then he had 30, but then only 5.6, and then 39.7. Ooh, that's brutal. Then he followed up his 39.7 with 4.3, 2.0, 1.1. I don't think I think people forget what he finished the season with there. I don't that's just it I don't think anybody seems to remember that. They just remember that one huge, massive game, and then they think he like that was it, right? He was just great from then on. Somebody on Instagram made a comment on a post with Amari Cooper's ranking. He said, well, Amari Cooper was the third best receiver after he went to Dallas, which is just not true. He, he wasn't even with that 30 and that 39.7 in standard scoring. he was, he was still like 11th, but saying all that, he does have this, he has top five upside in my mind. I really think he still does. He's only, what is this? He's 25 years old. He just turned 25. He has that, he has that massive upside yet. I still got, I got to see it though.
1: Yeah. I, I can be I can be talked to put Cooper Lore on my list very easily because yeah. that's how much I, I I do not trust him, but if I really look at his ability yep. and you know do I really think that Dak and Dallas is better than Oakland and Carr a yeah. hundred percent a hundred and three hundred percent whatever you want to say the thing that really you know gives me pause and says okay I'm gonna give this kid one more shot to be the clear-cut number one, a possible top 10 wide receiver, is the amount of targets that they put on him immediately. And I think that is what shows. Because Oakland, you know, it turned into a abysmal season. It was terrible. I mean, I don't know what they were doing over there. But the targets, is it tells the whole story, too. And targets for when he was in Oakland, the first six games, 3, 10, 5, 11, 1, and 1. I mean that's bad I mean that's very very bad And then when, as soon as he goes to Dallas They throw him right into the fire 8, 10, 5, 9, 8, 13, 7, 5, 11. Even when he didn't have good games They were attempting to give him the ball And he was also Really the only wide receiver they had Even mm-hmm. when they traded for him I mean you have Gallup there You had Cole Beasley which is no longer with the team You know you were run heavy um, But Dak is a very efficient quarterback So I think that Giving him those whatever eight games or so, um, not to mention the offseason. Uh, obviously, Dallas wants him to be a star. I'm gonna give him one more shot, and I think that his upside is good enough to put him, you know, in in this range right here. But if you really wanted to take Thielen over, there's probably five guys that if you really wanted to argue with me, I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go to bat for Cooper.
0: Yeah, but that's, he is the I don't I really don't mind him as my number two though. I think I think that's a really good number two because he has that huge potential. I still see it. I know it's there. I mean, we've seen the big games he's put up. It's he's put up just some massive games. So I don't know. I, I go back and forth on Amari Cooper. Like, yeah, he's not a number one to be you can't draft him as a number one, but get him on your team as your number two and maybe he becomes a league winner. Yeah. It's 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 there. That's that potential's out there for him. All right, so number 14. This is actually the player in our top 15. That we had the biggest difference on out of everybody, and it's only three spots. That just shows okay. how much how close we were on this whole top, this whole whole top fifteen, and that's a uh, Stephon Diggs. Okay, so you had Diggs fifteen. I still have him twelve. I still have him ahead of Thielen. I'm I'm still a big Diggs fan. I just okay with Diggs. He had a really good season last year. Hundred two catches, one thousand yards only though. So he only had a ten yards per catch average, which is kind of low. You know, that's not really. Um, that's not the, that's not elite at all. That's, he's not like one of those elite players with that. That's more like, uh, I mean, Jarvis Landry type situation there. So here's my thing with, with digs is, well, I think he's going to be another really good season. I just, maybe he doesn't have that next level that I thought he had that really top end level. I, 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 I kind of see it not, I guess not as much anymore. He's a borderline wide receiver one, high end wide receiver two. I think. I think maybe that's just where he's gonna be. It's. I want to. I want to see more from him. I just. I guess I just don't know if it's there. Hundred. I don't know if that's there. But he's still a very good player. I almost feel like he's kind of being overlooked this year, though. There's not much talk about Diggs, which is fine with me. I'll take. I, funny thing is, though, I haven't ended up with Diggs in any leagues this year like I did last year. He's not going at a spot where I could. Where I've been able to pick him up. But yeah, I think he. You, I think he's, he's now become a safe player in my mind. He's going to, you, you're going to get some good numbers. I just, a lot of this depends on Kirk cousins too. And if he takes a step up, which I'm still cousins needs to be better. And maybe if he is, maybe that will go to dig somewhat, but I don't know. I'm I'm not as in love with Diggs this year as I was last year. I, I mean, he's still a great, he he put up really good numbers. I just, that yards per catch kind of, I don't know. kind of worries me in a way. It's really low. I don't know if that's, He's been like that though every other year. It was 13.8, then 10.8, then 13.3, 10.0. But It's just a, it's low end. It's just really low end.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know what to expect from him. I, I do agree that I was expecting a little more um, last year, and I think he he was way more consistent than people give him credit for. Yeah. I mean, 1,000 yards and nine touchdowns is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, he was a good wide receiver, and he had 102 receptions. He finally stayed a little um, healthier than he had been uh you know he missed three games his first two years then two games and then last year he played all but one um and we you know earlier or not earlier this podcast but in the other podcast we did talk about how um the vikings offense wasn't bad they just didn't have that big playability. i think he is one of these players besides him and delvin cook can both really make things happen after the catch so if they do correct it my guess would be he would be the you know the one that actually benefited the most from it. So I do like that about him. I have no problem getting him whatsoever. But um, Phelan has just put up better numbers the past few years. He's been over a thousand yards, I think, the last three. Um, this was the first time he uh, or Stefan Diggs has been over a thousand yards. Um, but the the last two years, touchdown wise, eight and nine. Um, that gives me a lot of hope because the fact that he was able to near that double digit touchdown rate. Uh, two years in a row makes me believe that even for a you know uh, kind of uh, smaller speedier wide receiver he's still able to find the end zone which um, means that if he does have a better year or feeling goes down or for whatever reason they try to get him the ball uh, in different situations or go deep to him a little more those numbers could really expand very quickly so I think he does have more upside but um hey we're four years in and he's put up relatively similar numbers each year growing every single one, but only at a nominal rate. So, yep. I, you know, that's why he falls here because I, I don't have, I don't have the expectation that he's going to break out, but I do have the expectation that he is going to put up solid numbers, much like he did last year. All
0: right. Our final player of our top 15, it's going to be Brandon cooks, my 15th your 14th. So cooks, he's always, he's a, one of those boomer bus guys. That's kind of what he's, he's just, you know what he is that way. But he started last year actually very good. Like he had started he was making us look like geniuses last year because we really kind of hyped him up. And then he started with five for eighty seven, which was an okay start, but then seven for one fifty nine, seven for ninety, seven for one sixteen a touchdown. And then he just got knocked out in the Seattle game. They just knocked him out. He was that <laughs> was I remember that it was uh yeah, he got knocked out pretty good. He didn't quite come back from that strong. You know, he can kind of probably mean the guy got knocked out of a game. And then he came back with a two for 53, four for 64, three for 74. It wasn't that great. He had three good games there in the middle. There's another stretch of six for 114, 10 for 108 for 107. But he ended the year. Those last five games were just not very good. Other than I guess he did pull off two touchdowns in in the final game, but only five for 62. But that's pretty clear what Brandon Cooks does, though. He's going to have those big weeks. He's going to have those down weeks, just like those other players like Tyreek Hill does it cooks doesn't have the top end that Tyreek Hill does. And I don't think the Rams are going to use him that way. They have woods, they have cup. They don't need to use him that way. So he's going to have some down weeks. I, he's just kind of at this point in this, in the, in the draft where I know he's more talented, these guys below him, but I mean, he won't be better than them every week, but it's just, we, I'm not 100% sure what cooks you're going to get. He's a great best ball player. He's just not. Yeah. Again, I'm not as sold on Cooks as I used to be. And I know you're going to get some great weeks. I just worry about those two for 53 weeks, those two for 33 weeks, whatever those are going to be. Kind of worries me. Especially yeah. there's so many players to get the ball through there.
1: Right. And but sadly enough, I actually think he did better when Cup was around. When you had three guys, you can't key on anyone. That, when was, they're not, that was early. Yeah, when they're true. just not headhunting him. True. <laughs> like That's, literally trying to take out yeah. his head. Um, and the thing I love about him here at 15, I think he is incredibly safe, you know, exactly what you were saying, but it just shows too. He's been with what, three different teams. And uh, the last four years, he ranked 12th, 8th, 7th, and then 13th last year as, you know, as far as wide receiver and fantasy. So he doesn't have top end touchdown ability, but, um, you yeah, know, he's going to catch a lot of yards. He's a very sure handed guy. They do like to use him a lot. If Cup can stay healthy or that trio stay healthy, I think it only helps him. So I think he could be a guy you can get here and he could sneak into the top 10, possibly Mm -hmm. with injuries and everything like that. That usually happens around, obviously, the wide receivers. Um, So I think he's a great pick, but he's not going to be like an Amari Cooper or even Stefan Diggs where, you know, he's not going to all of a sudden end up in the top five and you're kind of, you know, shocked. I think he's an incredibly safe wide receiver to pick and I, I would love to be able to get him at, you know, wide receiver 15.
0: Well, yeah, and I'll say like he's at this point, after him, we'll get into on the next episode, but he's just, to me, he's better than those other guys. No one here after this point is say any kind of safe on a week-to-week basis, really. No one's going to get you guaranteed number. If they did, they'd be higher than this, but over the last, his, his four, I mean, he's been five years, like the four seasons he's played here, Cooks has finished 12th, 8th, 7th, and 13th you know what you're going to get from him yeah. he's going to be up there if he plays all the games mostly he's going to be up there so it's as simple I, as that
1: i actually the i'm actually kind of shocked by the touchdowns i said he didn't have that high end ability which i don't think he does but he has been dropping every year um and yeah. obviously he's been with three teams so i do want to get your opinion about his, the ability to catch more touchdowns because last year he had five which if we don't use his rookie season where he had three that was the lowest he had uh in new orleans well two years in a row nine eight and then with obviously brady in uh, new england he had seven five last year do you think that was because of him getting you know knocked out of the game beat up cup i think a lot
0: of that is the rams they just want todd Gurley to score touchdowns
1: i mean it's true what do you have like 17 of them i mean yeah it's
0: i think that's just what they want to do but i mean do you think
1: that I don't know. Do I you think, think if it's he, just if they run him less in the red zone, maybe it, trying to preserve him, that touchdown number could
0: go up. It could. The problem is it's just so random. Who's going to get them between Cooks, Woods, Cup, Gurley, Gerald Everett, yeah. Daryl Henderson? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, Josh Reynolds. Even like, who knows? It's just so random. I still think five's low. I think that's low end. I see more seven to eight. I really do think. I think five's just five's a little low for that, especially how prolific an offense he's on. It should be higher than that. And I could see eight, eight touchdowns. That's about what he should get. And I don't see, I don't see much of a difference. I think 80 catches, 1200 yards. I think he can pull that off again. And there's no reason why he can't even with cup out there for the whole year. I don't, it's not, I don't think it's going to take too much away from cooks. He's going to be, he'll be up there. I mean, worst case 75 for 1100, maybe. Okay. I'll give him that. That's, <laughs> yeah. He's going to be in good shape. Um, all right. That's going to do it for our top 15 receivers we'll get into our next 15 on tomorrow's episode when you'll see maybe a little bit of a difference between our picks tomorrow today. There wasn't just, we were just these top 15 of the top 15. There wasn't much difference. So on the, on the next uh, 15, we definitely have some differences. So we'll go over that tomorrow. Talk to you guys then.